Hello everyone, welcome to the Code Explained Podcast. I am your host, Maurice Cerullo. Eris, how are we doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good too. We're feeling are... recharged and refreshed and ready to go. That was a very nice long weekend. We're uh, here on to episode 41. Uh, it's Tuesday, May 31st. Almost June, Callbird. What is that all about? So you guys going by fast. Yeah. Real fast. How was your Memorial Day weekend? It was crazy. It was like like completely insane. I'll go ahead and say that's a lie. (laughs) On my end. No, on my end it was. It was... I'm going to say I'm stuck by my previous statement. (laughs) How about you, Vic? Nice and relaxing, man. Yeah. Nice and relaxing. Me too. I probably did a little too much. Now I'm all tired. Supposed to be more, well, relaxed. Yet exhausted. <laughs> Just the way I like it. Yep. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. You randy dog. Oh. You. <laughs> That's not what I was implying. Oh, wow. That's not what I'm implying. Although we did take a three-mile hike. That was fun. Is that what you call it? Yep. <laughs> With your dog. Oh. Is that what you call it? <laughs> With Bentley. Her golden retriever. He's adorable. <laughs> he actually, like, halfway through, he just sat down. He's like... Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> it was so hot. And then she's like, I'm gonna Jess was like, I'm gonna go grab the car. So she started running like ahead and he just like, No! <laughs> started chasing after her. Like, okay. And every time he sat down, she's like, Okay, bye. It's like a kid. It's like, see, mom's leaving, bye. And he just followed her along. It was great. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, you know, cookouts, support our troops, memorialize them. It was a good time. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah, I said I was gonna start with what I did this this past few weeks, didn't I? I think I did before the show. You did? I was like waiting for like the next person to jump. I was like, oh wait, I said I was gonna start because I usually don't start. Um, I know we missed last week. Uh, I apologize. I was under the weather. That's actually what I was dealing with last week. I just got, like I woke up with a nasty head cold for like the full week, which sucked. You didn't take those pills. Those I did take week? the Esther Carl Bird, but I think it made it better than it you know would have been. So I worked out okay, but it was a really annoying week for myself. Uh, but what I did get to this week was um, I actually caught up on some of my Star Wars uh, comic books. I read uh, Darth Vader Volume 2, which is, again, is a, a must-read for any Star Wars slash Darth Vader enthusiast. Um, good story. Uh, fun story. really paints Vader in the menacing light that he should be painted in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on Star Wars Volume 2, which will then lead into a crossover event, which is like Volume 2.5. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just started that one. Um, and Luke, early Luke Skywalker is kind of a little B, so I'm, I'm glad they're giving him a little bit of, you know, they're kind of explore, exploring his transition into the Jedi he becomes, you know, throughout the original trilogy. So I'm enjoying that. Um, big ups to the writers on this. And I'm actually more excited to read Vader now knowing that we talked about last week it has that ending coming up with number 25. Like, I like that the story has an end. Yeah. So I'm not just thinking, like, oh, it's going to over and they're going to jump to the next thing. Like, it's it, I found that really cool. I'm sure they'll get back to it eventually, but uh, highly recommended um, for any Star Wars fan, for sure. Um, the other thing I started this week, a new segment for the show, if you want to follow along. Um, I am starting my Uncharted journey (laughs) on PlayStation 4. Uh, If you want to follow the live streams, um, I'm going to start posting them up. I did a few test runs to make sure everything was working okay. I'll start posting them up on the Facebook as I go live. Uh, But it's uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast, And we're going to be exporting them slowly but surely to the the YouTube page. um, Because the streams will stay for 14 days on Twitch. Um, But we'll get them over there and I'll share that out too. But I just started Uncharted, uh, the Nathan Drake collection, which is the PlayStation 4, um, what, what I'm looking for? 
not remake, well, I guess, but remastered, remastered, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the PlayStation Three series. Um, I did start with the original Drake's Fortune. Um, a couple hours into that, so if you want to watch me play through that, I do try to provide some some lighthearted commentary throughout. Uh, mm-hmm. So it gives you an idea of you know following along with that. I I have the the video up too, so you can watch me in my anger as I <laughs> fumble along really simple puzzles <laughs> and kind of yell at myself because um, it has a few of those. But I'm liking it so far. Um, Makes me sad I didn't play it during the PlayStation 3 era because I definitely would have liked it uh, for sure. But it's interesting because I talk, I've heard you guys talk about it so much. Like, I'm trying to not not let those biases bleed into it. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, some things where I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm like, yeah, but I can remember it's a game from PS3 X amount of years ago, you know? So, But that's with any remastered edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play, and I mentioned it on the, the stream, one of my favorite games back in the day was uh, Prince of Persia. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Not the, the OG Prince of Persia, which I did enjoy on the computer, but like the GameCube series. Oh, Sands of Time? Yeah, Sands of Time, yeah. Warrior Within, and two, two, ta- two Thrones. Yeah. But I played those remastered editions too, but I love those games. I love them so much. And this is kind of you know, the jumping and the climbing and scaling walls. I really enjoy that. Yeah. So I will continue along with that. I'm calling it Uncharted Noob's Fortune. So if you want to follow along with, with me on that, it'll be a fun little journey. Or if you want to play it yourself, because... Now's the time to jump on board with uh, Uncharted because they have the remastered for the original three. Mm-hmm. And then you can jump right into four, which Callbird is doing. Yeah. Totally skipping the Nathan Drake <laughs> collection. But they're all standalone stories, as, as we've talked about. So, you know, you can play each individually. Yeah, so when I'm done with that, I may need to... Uh, I may need to uh, borrow that Drake collection. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll be done with it pretty soon. We'll see <laughs> so how long you're going to play through Uncharted 4, then go, go back to the beginning... I'll You're be able to weird Carl. <laughs> I'll be able to piece out. I'll be able to piece them together. It's gonna be like a prequel trilogy. Um, and yeah. the uh, the YouTube page. Uh, if you want to find us on YouTube, uh, youtubecom slash podcast. So you can find. It looks like they did export correctly, so you could very easily watch them on there. Um, I'm gonna keep awesome them going. News. Yeah, I'm gonna keep them going. Uh, they'll be on YouTube forever. The the Twitch ones will only archive for a certain amount of time. Even if you, I think with Twitch you can get them up to sixty days, but you have to go through whole rigmarole. So mm-hmm. we'll definitely do the the fourteen and export them over. So I'll go once I go live, which might actually be tonight. I might play some more tonight. I'll go live. I'm gonna. I'm tr- definitely playing some more tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get a schedule going every Monday night. It's very interesting because Monday is Monday Night Raw, which we'll actually talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But with some of the news that's coming up, that might help me do my 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 Monday night gaming and streaming, based off of what we'll discuss later. But I'll leave that up for the later discussion. We'll just have two TVs up. About the big news. Yeah, it's, yeah. I guess I could. That's actually a good point. <laughs> but I think if I'm if I'm streaming and you see me, you'll just see me keep turning and I'll just get distracted. Um, but so far so good. I'm gonna continue with that. And again, twitch.tv slash Codexbond podcast. Yeah. What's up? I like it. Eris, I heard you just finished another one of these Uncharted games. I did. I finally finished Uncharted 4. Yeah. Only took me like two weeks. That's that's pretty good though. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Right. Compared. I feel like that's normal human yes, speed. Normal <laughs> human I, would, I, would say, I would say that. That is normal human speed. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. I, after having a few days to uh, mull it over, mm-hmm. I have to say that I think that it narrowly edges out Uncharted 2 as my favorite of the series. Wow. It's really friggin' good. Uncharted 4 is really... I feel like it doesn't have, like, the big bang start that Uncharted 2 starts. Like, Uncharted, I feel like Uncharted 2 is just, like, a thrill ride through the entire And that's the other game. thing, too. Like, I'm playing this one. I'm like, I just want to get the 2, because there's always talks about it. <laughs> 
I love Uncharted 2 so much. <laughs> I have very fond memories of that game. Um, like I, I never go back and play games twice, and Uncharted 2 I played most of the way to, uh, on a second playthrough. Wow. Yeah, that, that game's really freaking good. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you've... I don't know why you would be on the fence about Uncharted 4, but if you were, I mean, just stop it. Go get it. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's really I good. I think it's still in the two-week prime... No, you took advantage of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one other thing I did uh, this past weekend, I did get Overwatch, mm-hmm. Blizzard's new game. I've been uh, hearing a lot of good things about yeah. that. Yeah, so it's gonna, it might be the next family game night game that I play with my brothers and cousin after yes. Rocket League. So there's, we're a lot we're on the fence about it, but I feel like we'll do okay because it's, it's 6v6. You already bought it. You're not so much on the fence if you already got no, it. No, we were on the fence about it until we talked about it. And then I, I keep seeing it on the internet. Yeah. And like mulling it over in my head, I'm like, oh no, I have to freaking get this because I keep seeing, I hate seeing things I don't understand, mm-hmm. and like everyone else is laughing but me, so I have to know. <laughs> so now I'm gonna know. I want to know. I'm gonna get all those jokes. Hmm. So I'll have some reviews uh, coming up on that. It's actually out of stock on Amazon, oh, but really? but I still ordered it to get the Prime discount. <laughs> that was the thing I was like, listen guys, I need to know by like tomorrow because I need that Prime discount. <laughs> so it'll be a good time. But I'll I'll talk about that in a future show. That, that didn't come out two we- two weeks ago. It's been about a week now. Oh right? yeah, I was oh, exaggerating okay. there, but yeah. Yep. Uh, pretty soon. Hmm. Alright. Like, I've been looking for a game to play with the fellas too, and we haven't come to a consensus mm. yet, but I'm that was one of the games that was thrown around. I mean, you've got six. I mean, because here's the thing. When you We're do not going to have six. Oh, okay. It's not even three, four. If you have any ideas, it's we would need Carl, and Carl's never going to fucking be there, so <laughs> never mind. That's why if you schedule it at a set time every single week. If it's not, if it's not Mortal Kombat, you just can't count on Carl <laughs> when it comes to video games. <laughs> I was doing all right with Street Fighter <laughs> yesterday. I'm talking about showing up, Carl. You're, you're doing... But you're going to do this okay. online, I'm assuming, right? Hmm? Are you do it online or in person? Of course. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Well, if you have any ideas, listeners, for what Carl uh, Carl Aris and his boy should play, email the show. Podcast at gmail.com. I work two jobs. <laughs> yeah. Take that into consideration. Listen, Carl, I never take anything you do into consideration. If you have a third That's job, your problem, Carl. If you have an idea for a third job, Carl Bird, email the show. Podcast at gmail.com. Nice. I, like I have worked two jobs before. <laughs> I believe so, you. <laughs> so besides uh, <clears throat> besides finishing Uncharted Four the last couple of days, I uh, I went to a cookout DJed by one Mr. Bird, <laughs> DJ Mr. Bird, and uh, I just have to say, just very quickly, fun times. Carl did a nice job. Yeah. It was the first non-children's party <laughs> that oh I've ever had. Did you, did you do Sin this pro bono? Mr. Carl Bird. Was, was this pro bono? Pro bono. <laughs> free. For free. Did yeah, free. Oh, what a guy. It was. Did you, Carl? <laughs> did you? This one was. This one was. Interesting. That's very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> the, with the, set, with the, the circumstances and all Sure, sure. They, they hope they fed you. At least. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, with that family, I eat good. Nice. Perfect. I did see some of those Snapchats as well, so that was a good time. Yeah. yeah. Carl's in good with the Johnsons. Carl did a did a nice job with the DJ. He had the dance floor popping. Mm-hmm. People were having a good time. I heard he also did a pretty good job with the Street Fighter. Not really. <laughs> He beat me one. That's all. He did get. He got one <laughs> match on me. He got one, but nice. he he didn't do particularly well. 
<laughs> All it takes is one. It's like golf. You have one good shot. Listen, the rest of the day is I'll take that one. Yeah. So we got, got one. We got, we, yeah, we got together the day after that cookout, uh, a couple of the fellas and whatnot, and we threw down on Street Fighter for a good long while. And shout out to Aris's wife for those uh, Platinos cups. Yeah, those were really those, good. Yeah. My wife threw down in the kitchen. We threw down on the PlayStation. <laughs> Which is how it usually goes. Uh, yeah, I just have to say, fuck Furman and fuck M. Bison. Real quick. <laughs> off the top of my head. I see. I that second one. that motion. Fuck that guy, man. Fucking M. Bison's a bitch. Uh, so, uh, I do... I have a film review Oh, this week, actually. Nice. So, I watched Dirty Grandpa. Oh, JJ. Oh, <laughs> now, I have a bone to pick with Dirty Grandpa. The Jackass guys. No. No, this is uh, Robert, Robert De- Downey Jr. Is Robert that De Niro, Robert sir. De Niro. Oh, what was that? Robert De Niro's yeah. uh, latest bowel movement. Yeah, yeah. But what was, what was, <laughs> the Jackass guys did Dirty Grandpa. Uh, did something Bad like Grandpa. that. Bad, Bad Grandpa. Bad Grandpa. Yeah, excuse, yeah, yeah. excuse me for getting my grandpa's confused. No, it's okay to get them confused because it's yeah. totally almost the same fucking thing. Yeah. Okay. It was like, why, like, I, I just, I cannot fucking hate this movie enough. What compelled mm-hmm. you to watch it? I was... Because it was there. Okay. Yeah, it was just there. And I I'm like, ah, I've heard things about this. Zac- Robert De Niro's in it. He's good. Zac Efron's a guy. Right, he's a dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was fine in uh, Neighbors. He was okay in that. So I'm, I'm starting to suspect that was just mostly Seth Rogen, actually, now. <laughs> um, so, Dirty Grandpa is a film in which Zac Efron plays a dude. Mm-hmm. Like he normally does. Mm-hmm. He's just a dude. He's an average white dude. Slot of range. P- pretty much, right? Yeah. Average. <laughs> your average mid twenties white male. Mm-hmm. Me. Uh, right, Maurice. You could have put Maurice in this movie. And it would have been the exact same movie. I <laughs> for way less. Right. And uh, Robert De Niro, Academy Award winner. Yep. To Robert De Niro. Two times. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic actor, yeah. auteur, yep. Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. debases himself <laughs> in front of all of our eyes wow. and plays a, a shit character that I, I I can't even see the, the fucking father from the American Pie movies doing. Wow. You can't see Eugene Levy playing that role? A naughty. Like, I would be like, if he did it, I'd be like, yeah, sure, that Eugene Levy, he that makes perfect sense. He needed to work. I was watching this movie with my wife, and my wife hated it too. She hated it a lot. Mm. But the entire time, I audibly kept asking myself, why is Robert De Niro in this movie? So it wasn't like... Cause it, I mean, why is Robert De Niro in this movie again? Every time some dumb shit... Now, there's like a slapstick comedy where... That dirty grandpa, because I didn't even fucking bother to learn his dumb name. It was just Robert De Niro. Just it was like watching my dad just debase himself in front of me, just <laughs> fucking just acting as a total asshole, which is what he did. His wife dies. Dirty grandpa's wife died, so grandma's dead. He convinces Zac Efron, mid twenties white man, to take him to Florida. 
for some fucking reason or other. I don't know, man. Spring break or something? No, it wasn't spring break. It was something like serious. Like he's supposed to go visit his old war buddy or some bullshit. <laughs> um, right after his wife died. But it happens to be spring break. Yes. Okay. It did happen to be spring break. <laughs> Which Dirty Grandpa fucking knew. He knew Dirty Grandpa. You knew, motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, Zach Efron's like, fuck, man, I don't want to go with Dirty Grandpa or whatever. But he's like, oh, my wife died. Your grandma, remember her? Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, fuck it, Dirty Grandpa. I'm getting married in like a week, and my wife's a total douche bitch. Like, this is the, the worst yeah. characterizations ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to the house to pick up Dirty Grandpa. He finds Dirty Grandpa, Robert De Niro, mind you, remember, Robert De Niro's Dirty Grandpa, jerking off. <laughs> In a recliner, watching porno. It says it right in the title. The Godfather. He was in there, right? He was. Yeah, yeah. he was the Godfather he, Part Two. Part yes. Two. He was yes. the Godfather. He was, the was sitting in a lazy boy, just jerking the fuck off violently, <laughs> with lotion and tissues and all. So right there, I'm like, that was the first time. I was like, why the fuck is Robert De Niro in this movie again? <clears throat> wanted to have some so, fun, I guess. Uh, his grandson, Zac Efron, decides, this is weird. What the fuck, Dirty Grandpa? <laughs> fuck it. Let's go. So Dirty Grandpa and Zac Efron then proceed to go to Florida in Zac Efron's bitch wife's pink Mini Cooper because she decided to take his man car, you know, because it's hilarious that they're driving down the front of a fucking pink Mini Cooper. And Dirty Grandpa's is hollering at all the bitches as they drive by, and they run into this, uh, like, hippie chick that Zac Efron totally went to college with, mm-hmm. and she's, like, a photographer, and, and Zac Efron's, like, a partner in his dad's law firm where he's gonna be or some bullshit. So you know where this is fucking going. <laughs> yes. That's a chick he totally always wanted to be with because he wanted to be a photographer, but his family totally forced him to be a fucking lawyer. And then her friend her two friends he's got a gay dude friend who's like the stereotypical gay guy and he also has a slut friend i'm not demeaning women here they actually legit call her a slut like as much as they possibly can in this movie basically like blanche and the golden girls i don't fucking know who that is (laughs) so so they just call her a slut at every turn and of course dirty grandpa wants to bang her because he's just like my wife died i've been faithful for 30 years 30 years i just want to fuck bitches (laughs) And that's the like that's the goal of the movie. So this slut, who we know is a slut right off the bat, because they immediately call her a slut, is throwing herself at Dirty Grandpa. Damn. But for some reason, we have to go through two hours of Dirty Grandpa totally not hitting that and giving us excuses for the reason why he's got to work to fuck a slut bag. Excuse my language, but I'm just perplexed by this movie. Every chance they ever get, she's like, put it in my butt, Dirty Grandpa. And Dirty Grandpa's like, no, I'm going to probably just, like, go to a party with you and dance with you while I'm Robert De Niro. And you're totally, like, 22 and you're grinding on my old penis. That's a scene in the movie. There's also a scene where Dirty Grandpa, Robert De Niro is karaoke singing to a, uh, I believe it was a Tupac song, if I'm not mistaken. It's either B.I.G. or Tupac song. So he's legit karaoke rapping to a Tupac or Biggie song. I forget. Again, I tried to forget as much as the movie as possible. And 
He is in front of this crowd of black people who he has gained their respect, of course, by beating them up. You know, tribal rules. Black people, obviously. I, I see where this is going already. So he gets to a part of the song where it's like he's flowing, like Dirty Grandpa's flowing. And all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it, please. This is the part where there's a rather noticeable N-word. Uh. So Dirty Grandpa Robert De Niro's like, damn, I can't say this. But of course, he has just recently beat up the local tribe of blackies. <laughs> so, they give him permission, and Robert De Niro just drops an N-bomb right in the middle of this fuck... God, fuck Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Don't see Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> fuck this movie. So he's... Eris died for your sins. I'm watching a turn. You finished it? No. Oh, good. No, I, I left. I left to go put my daughter to bed, and I told my wife, and my sister was there with us, and I said, I'm never coming back. Don't wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait for me. Well, so if you want to know the end, Dirty Grandpa, after going through all these trials and tribulations to bang this slut, totally did bang her, and she got pregnant with his twins. Oh. So it's... <laughs> yup. I did not see this, but my wife told me this. <laughs> so it's a prequel to Meet the Parents. Victor, walk out, Victor walks out the room. Victor drops his notes. There, now you never Victor, have to see Dirty Grandpa. Victor throws his notes onto the floor and walks out the room. And I took a picture of his face. My guess is that Robert De Niro just got a lot of money to debase himself. I sure I hope, hope so. Because so. it was like watching a beloved figure... Just poop himself right in front of me. Just audibly, visibly, smellily <laughs> poop themselves. Welcome back, Victor. Right in front of me. Wow. So what do you think of Robert De Niro now, Vic? <laughs> After hearing the rousing description of Dirty Grandpa. He is betrayed. Well, we all have to make... You know, I felt betrayed. Out. I felt betrayed by Robert De Niro. You know, Robert De Niro of Heat fame, yes. of The Godfather yes. fame, mm-hmm. of Casino fame, yes. Goodfellas? Yep. Yeah, that guy. Dirty Grandpa. You know, as you, as you were sitting there describing this quote-unquote film, <laughs> you know, I was visualizing it in my mind, and I... I, I I, I don't I don't want to talk about Robert De Niro anymore. <laughs> the, 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 the same man who won an Academy Award for Godfather Part Two and Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro is is one of, objectively speaking, one of the greatest actors of all time, and he's doing this shit. Have some fucking respect for your goddamn legacy, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Defense. Oh, in case anybody cared, I don't want to leave our listeners hanging. Uh, Zach Efron totally dumped the bitch wife and got with the cute hippie one because, oh. you know, movies. Of course. Okay. do that. I believed in him the whole time. Colbert, <laughs> did you see any... He followed his heart. Right. Did you see Where any... in the real world he would go... Become oh, yeah. a partner in that law firm. Oh, yeah, I would too. Get fat stacks of cash and yes. just hate his fucking wife for right. the rest of his life. I would. Right. I'm so rich. Vacations all the time. All the cocaine you can buy would totally make him forget all that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Come on, Zach Efron. You wouldn't do that, you fucking liar. Mm-hmm. Goddamn dirty grandpa. And we'll wow. do something for a paycheck, I suppose. 
Listen, I, I the only thing I kept thinking besides why is Robert De Niro in this movie is is he in some kind of tax trouble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, could be, it could be a Nicolas Cage type situation. Does he need money? It's, that's certainly possible. Wow. Call Bird, did you see any terrible movies over the weekend? I wouldn't call it terrible, but I actually made a I made a deal with Victor over the weekend. Oh god! Over the week, and oh, um, if he, I told him if he read a book that I strongly recommend. Oh lord. I would watch a Criterion film. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. That's not So bad. I watched this movie called Tootsie. Tootsie? Tootsie. Wow. He, by his, he chose it. He chose it. It was starring du- Dustin Hoffman yeah, and Bill Murray was, was in it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. That's a good yeah, movie. It wasn't bad. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen that. It was not bad. And so I'm watching it, and then I'm like, Family Guy did a parody of it. <laughs> 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 I'm like, about a bitch. <laughs> so it's basically about you know Robert De Niro's an actor who's good, yeah. but he's very Dustin difficult. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Before, yeah. Before, yeah. So, he's so also be okay. Dirty Grandpa was not in that movie. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's a very difficult actor to work with. So nobody would hire him. So mm. in a desperate attempt to get work, he uh, d- dresses up as a woman. Yep. It's like Joanna Man. I said that. No. Jo- he did, he, Victor was describing this to, to me, so I was like, that's Juwana Man. <laughs> no, well, Juwana Man is not this. You just, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, what is this about? He was it as good as, was it as, good I, as Tu Wong Fu? Thanks for everything. Jeremy <laughs> Newmar. I watched Tu Wong Fu years ago, so it was like, it wasn't as funny as that movie, but you I laughed. Mean, I, there were some moments I chuckled, but yeah. like, it's a, it's but a very it, it it's was it was Juana Man. It's a very tropical or topical film with all the transgender news <laughs> today. <laughs> it, it, you know it is. But then, like this whole time, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, Family Guy really did a parody of this shit. This is where this movie. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, are you open to watching more Criterion films? Yeah, maybe. I have to be in the mood. I have to be in the mood. But, but that's not depressing. This that's wasn't, a no, it wasn't depressing. You know what? How do they? How do they decide if a film is a Criterion film? I may have asked this before. Um, usually, they pick something that's like either like a, it could be a well-known classic or it could mm-hmm. be like a piece of world cinema that's like kind of obscure, mm-hmm. and they just want to give it more recognition. Because Criterion, they're, they're a distributor. They're not producers. Okay. They're a distributor. So they have like a crew that like want like. Yeah, they have like a like a like a staff that actually like remasters the films. Okay. Yeah. So they like they like restore the footage and the sound and put it like to the best possible quality and put it out there in the. Gotcha. Well, Dustin Hoffman is a good-looking chick. I will say that. Yeah, some dude they try to bang her. Listen, man, that just that would happen for just about anyone. <laughs> yeah, so some is, dude would try to bang anything. And this <laughs> is from the. Sure. It's funny that you know that's what the movie's about because you know it is like some fairly topical today. And then you got the movie from the eighties making mm-hmm. those jokes. Yep. Were people offended, Carl Bird? Do you know? Did you did you research this film at all? Did you do your homework? Did you write a paper about it? No. Pictures, no, instructions. Did you take cold PS notes, Carl? <laughs> I did not. Uh, what book did you read on Carl Bird's recommendation? Uh, he gave me a book called The Fifth Agreement, okay. uh, which I have not read yet. He just gave it to me today. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, wow. <laughs> I didn't have it. I didn't have it with him with me. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I was gonna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say this. Wow. You're really trusting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, other than that, I um, 
watched um, well, Extreme Rules, which is a pretty. It was a pretty decent pay per view. Um, Hold on, one, I'm sorry, one sec. So you got the fifth agreement? Yeah. Do you did you get the four agreements to go along with that? No, but the mm. book kind of like reviews the four agreements and then goes into the fifth. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Tom even... Tom Brady recommended the four agreements, Vic. Oh, great. You Thank should you. probably go back and read the four agreements, Vic. So, nah, is, it's a... so it's like you're playing Uncharted 4 without playing 1, 2, or 3. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. Like, I de- I actually asked Aris. I'm borrowing Aris's copy. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome, Appreciate Carl. And now he wants to borrow my copy of the Uncharted collection. <laughs> Carl's just a fucking borrower. This is a podcast. Uh, buy something, Carl. This is a Gamefly, Carl Bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... What was I talking about? Uh, Extreme Rules. There you go. Extreme Rules. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty. It was a decent pay per view. Oh, my um, wife is a mental health professional, and she loves the Four Agreements. Oh. She was onto that shit way before Tom Brady recommended. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's one like, of my wife's favorite books. It's like one of the yeah. the secret or something. Not like that, but you know, like a, no, it's, it's not like a novel. No, no, no. Okay, it's, that's yeah, what I'm it's getting. Like a thing that gives you tips by Don Miguel Ruiz. Ooh, I like yeah, it. the favorite agreement also includes his son Don Jose. Oh, okay. So I was, I thought he was actually reading like a sequel to a story. Had them. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no totally. Yeah. Well, the yeah, it's not a story. It's kind gotcha. of like a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like those books. Those are good kind. Motiv- motivation. Ryback. Ryback was a big secret guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, the secret is an awesome book. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So I actually started an anime that Aris recommended. Ooh. I just finished like episode three a little earlier today. One Punch Man with that fucking get it, Carl. Woo! It's a good one. One Punch Man. Yeah, I just like I like his I just like his attitude. He's just like a regular like down to earth ass guy, and then like he has the um the cyborg where I'm at the cyborg who's like I must uh, I must you are my sensei now. I'm like don't fucking call me that. (laughs) Can I call you master? Don't call me that shit either. Like, he was just a regular-ass dude, and he's just funny at the same time. Um, I caught last night's uh, WWE 24 special about Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. uh, chronalizing his um, his uh, comeback from his uh, torn ACL, MCL, and meniscus Ugh. injuries. So I was like, that's pretty brutal. I don't understand how they, tra- they made him come back as a heel and then showed that after Raw. Because it makes him into like a super baby face. <laughs> but they're making him a heel. I don't get it. Probably they're doing the switch where I'm trying to make Roman a heel, finally. They're, they're not going to do that. <laughs> can, can a brother be optimistic? Nope. <laughs> not in this regard. But more, again, that'll lead to our... I want that to be the top discussion point. Yep. Well, not top, but you know, the first thing we mentioned. Yeah. Please continue. All right. Um, and then one of the comics I got from Free Comic Book Day was a Bruce Lee comic that um, his, his oh, yeah. daughter was involved with. And um, it's actually pretty good. I'm actually looking forward to um, subscribing to that. Well, for one, I was always a big, big Bruce Lee fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like almost all his movies except for one, the the good one, Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it basically is like instead of him dying, he was like frozen. Okay. In time, so then he unfreezes himself. He unfreezes and he's like trying to adapt into like this new world. Of, you know, of today. So, I mean, I'm really interested in seeing where that goes. So, like Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can totally get that. And the art, and the art is pretty, is also pretty <coughs> awesome, too. Um, and then I was watching uh, previews on Twitch when we was watching you play 
Uncharted 4 in your underwear. <laughs> what we thought was your underwear, but it's not It was just shorts. regular cargo shorts. Do not worry, listeners. If you watch me on Twitch, I will be fully clothed. I might be wearing a robe at some point. But there will be clothes underneath the robe. Well, well I just that's want to say, boring. <laughs> well, I just want to say, we started watching it on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it was Uncharted 1. It was playing cards. Oh, it was Uncharted 1. I'm yeah. sorry. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like... Is he playing in his underwear? Like, is he that comfortable with himself? I am, yes. But I did read the Twitch rules. And they were very honest about what you actually did. I don't think they said it. I think there's no inappropriate behavior. No excessive drinking. So I can drink lately, which I will be doing as well. Good. Yeah. So then we also watch people playing um, Tekken 7, which will be coming out hopefully soon. Because I'm also a big uh, Tekken fan. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was playing at some type of convention. Um, but it looks good. It looks good. Uh, Yoshimitsu looks like a complete octopus. But, um, and Akuma's in the game. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to that as well, so. You guys love your fighting games. We do. We really we do. do. <laughs> you should, one, one day you should actually join in. Join I'm, us. I'll and get, you I'll, have the time of your life. <coughs> sure. I would love to. Yeah. <coughs> I'll probably lose a lot. But I'll just. It's all right. We was. Playing Street Fighter, downing some Tennessee bumblebees. <laughs> it's pretty good. Alright, I'll get in on that. And some Platinos Cups. Yeah. I don't know what they are, Cake. but they sound delicious. They, they, they were legit. Mm. Shout out to you, Bill. And um, other than DJ and uh, my friend's mother's uh, 70th birthday party, uh, it started with in my car, like Friday night. Oh yeah, I saw that. So that just like drained me and just made this whole weekend a little crazy, but... It turned out. To, it's fixed now, so I'm okay. I'm glad you made it out okay. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Of all the times, well, yeah, it sucks. But you're here with us now, and that's what matters. Yes. Nick. Yeah. What you got? Uh, well, I actually got a got a got a few few things on my plate. Uh, over the past week and this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike uh, Aris's uh, misfortune of seeing Dirty Grandpa, <laughs> I had the fortunate pleasure of seeing uh, two good movies. Okay. One great movie wow. uh, the, this past week, and that was The Nice Guys. And The Nice Guys, it's uh, Shane Black's uh, latest film. Stars, oh, he does that one? Yep. Oh, he, I know that. He, he co-wrote and he directs this one, and it stars Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in 1977 Los Angeles. And... Um, Gosling plays this uh, private investigator, Holland March, who's kind of like a fuck up, and he and he's a, and he's a single dad. He's raising his daughter, and um, he's um, him along with Russell Crowe, who plays this big tough guy enforcer. Like you pay him money, he goes and he goes off to beat up some dude or some person mm-hmm. of interest, and uh, they get together to investigate the apparent suicide of a porn star, and uh, this leads to a missing persons case, and it leads to a, a, perhaps a big conspiracy uh, down the line. And uh, this is a this is a it's a great movie. It's definitely definitely probably my second favorite film of the year so far. Wow! Yeah, it, it's it's really good. What was the one, Captain America? A uh, Civil War, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, it is my second favorite because because uh, it's Captain America: Civil War, then The Nice Guys, then Zootopia. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So one of those three are really good. I like where this is at. I really want to see the nice guys, so I'm glad yeah. you enjoyed it. I gotta go make time to do that. Yeah, oh, it's. Awesome. I like Shane Black as a director a lot. Yeah, like he's like he's really. You good. did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, right? Yeah. Fucking right. I love like, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. If you if you love Kiss 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 Bang Bang, then you'll definitely love the nice guys. It's like right up right up your right up your alley. Nice. Yeah, it's like that nice like snappy dialogue mm-hmm. and the and the chemistry between Crow and Gosling. They're like a really hilarious comedy duo. And Gosling, like he just goes off, uh, goes over the top. They've done a movie together before, right? Um, I'd say they have. I don't know if I'll they. Think about it. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'd have to take some time to I think about it. I don't remember those two. Mm. Oh, I'm glad they're good together, though. That sounds like a, that seems like a good good pair that would you know carry a movie. Oh yeah, absolutely! Like awesome dialogue. It's hilarious through and through, <laughs> and like and the Gosling's uh, the character who plays his daughter, who's like. She's not. She's not. She's not like an annoying, useless chode gotcha. as, as she would be in like other movies. Yeah, yeah. But she she actually has a purpose in the storyline, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's, it's 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 just cool all around. Like same same uh, alley as Kiss 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 Bang Bang, which is a movie that I highly recommend as well. That was Robert Downey Jr.'s one of his comeback vehicles leading uh-huh. up to Iron Man in two thousand five. Gotcha. Yeah, I think. Oh yeah, because I think uh, Mel Gibson paid his insurance for that movie. Yeah, that's why he's that's why he loves Mel Gibson so much. Yep. <laughs> So oh, you said I remember you said free Mel Gibson. Yeah, free Mel Gibson. <laughs> Seriously, what? Is, it's been like how many years now? Where is he? Although I was, I heard recently that he turned down the role of the Collector in in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not sure yeah. how true that is or how much. Why would you do that, Mel Gibson? Maybe, yeah, he did maybe. do um the Expendables three. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the last thing. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you be in a Marvel movie? I mean, that's a fairly small role, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know, but again, I don't know who knows how true the rumor was. But I, free Mel Gibson. I still stand by that. Yeah. It's been another year. He's still... Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the Nice Guys. Uh, excellent film. It's It'll definitely wash the stink of Dirty Grandpa and other <laughs> films of that ilk. If you check that out. So, yeah. Highly recommend The Nice Guys. And another movie that I did check out uh, this past weekend was a film that got a got a pretty nasty critical drumming. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. It's mm-hmm. X-Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And I saw that movie, and uh, it's it's apparently got like forty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is less than uh... yeah, less than the last the last stand, yeah, yeah, which is which is pretty weird, bonkers. That's horrible. But I watched it, and you know what? The film does have its problems, mm-hmm. but you know what? Overall, Apocalypse is a good movie, and I don't know what the hell the the critics are talking about because if you like the previous X Men films, like the good ones anyway, then yeah. this one. This one's good. It's, it's not as good as Days of Future Past or First Class, but it still holds up on its own. Uh, for this movie, uh, X-Men Apocalypse, the whole story, um, the, apparently the first mutant, uh, En Saban Noor, he, he resurrects from ancient Egypt to the modern day, and it's up to the X-Men to cancel the apocalypse, if you will. <laughs> and, uh, and I gotta say, it's, uh, Brian Singer does a pretty good job. Um, I'll start with the positives. I really liked um, the casting. Of of the, of all the X Men, like uh, Ty Sheridan as Cyclops, he was he did he did a very good job as Scott Summers. Kind of reminded me of James Marsden. Um, Sophie Turner, who played Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones, she plays uh, Jean Grey. She was very good as well. Uh, Cody Smith McPhee plays Nightcrawler. He was very good too. He <laughs> rocks a Thriller jacket throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Oh nice, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because the film takes place in the 1983. Yep. And uh, I gotta say, it has a good 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 solid amount of action. The story the story I thought was a uh, was. Was it was very interesting? How was Apocalypse? You know that's a good question. You know, I will say this: Apocalypse, like Oscar Isaac, I thought he was fine. Mm-hmm. He was he did a fine job. I thought I thought the look of Apocalypse was was fine. The best the, the best that they could do. I had no problems with his look, 
But my problem with Apocalypse is that as a character, he's completely dull as dishwash, dishwater. <laughs> like there's nothing interesting and there's nothing compelling about him or his motivations. It's like he wants to destroy the he wants to rule rule humanity and destroy humankind. Why? Because I'm Apocalypse. That's my name. I, that's what I gotta do. No, no tragic backstory. Nothing. No deeper motivation to propel your actions. Nothing. Oh, that's whack. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I, I do feel bad a little because <coughs> one of my boys at work, Dave, loves X Men and Apocalypse. He, he's been looking forward to Apocalypse before it was even announced. Mm. He's like, I can't wait till they do Apocalypse. And today he was like, Yeah, I might just wait till it's a rental. I'm like, no, Dave, no. <laughs> I was so sad. Yeah. Because I don't think the trailers do it much justice. No. Yeah, like, like Apocalypse, like, he just was not compelling at all. He was definitely, I would say, the weakest uh, villain in the X-Men films. Which is seen. unfortunate because he's like, he is, he, and I said this wow. before, he came on the air, he is on par with Thanos. Yeah, that, you know what, that kind of reminds me, it's like, I hope that the MCU, that they do a good job with Thanos because... I do see a lot of similarities between Thanos and Apocalypse, at least on the surface. Mm-hmm. Both, you know, well, in Thanos' case, a universe destroying a baddie. Well, does he have any any other motivations? Mm-hmm. I mean, although he has a very interesting angle with him wanting to court, literally court death. Yeah, so I yeah. think that's pretty yeah. interesting wrinkle. And they've sprinkled stuff in for him throughout the movies. And then they'll have two full movies, maybe more if they really yeah. decide to, well, if not... Yeah. Um, to throw in more stuff for him, but Apocalypse is their big bad. Yeah, and I, I, one movie I don't think does him justice. Yeah, so like I thought, I thought like uh, as a as a villain he was kind of weak, but I th- I thought that the events surrounding him were interesting enough at least, and I and I did like uh, Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Like he has a very uh, very interesting, very tragic uh, story going into this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, James McAvoy was fantastic as Professor Xavier and Rose Byrne as Moira McTaggart. How was everyone's favorite Jennifer Lawrence, who has taken over the X Men franchise? I'm I'm glad you asked because I think Jennifer Lawrence represented the second biggest issue I had with the film. Mm. Like her whole performance was flat. You can completely tell she was phoning it in. Yeah. Like you, she had she you you could tell that Jennifer Lawrence had this air of. Listen, I'm an I'm an Oscar winner. I don't need to do this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just doing this for the paycheck. Yeah. And it, it like her whole like Robert De Niro. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> I say Robert De Niro was a lot worse, but but in this case, but Jennifer Lawrence, like her line delivery was flat. It was really she barely emoted. Was and she, she ever even blue? For like all of like a grand total of like maybe six seven minutes. <laughs> wow. But, I know you're gonna get that face. So out wait, there. did we get a scene where like Sophie Turner walks in? And Jennifer Lawrence is furiously masturbating to porno. <laughs> you know what? I wish we had a scene like that. She'd show some genuine emotion, Jennifer Lawrence. Imagine being an elderly fan of Robert De Niro and be like, I see all his movies and coming into that. Oh, I'm sure that had to have happened too. Um, I will say, I will say, uh, the my favorite scene in the film was definitely the Quicksilver's uh, scene, which you saw a glimpse of yep. in the trailer. That was awesome, nice. which which I won't spoil any details. Did, yeah, but same thing in Days of Future Past. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was I, a scene stealer. Yeah, he was definitely a scene stealer in this movie, and um, and uh, also uh, the Four Horsemen. I think they could have showed they could have gotten a little more screen time. Although I do like Alexander Ship as Storm. She's a she definitely makes a better Aurora Monroe than Holly Berry ever did. Mm-hmm. She actually has an accent, <laughs> and she actually does the does the role justice. Um, How was Olivia Munn? For all of uh, three or four minutes, she was on screen. Oh, she <laughs> she she rocked her action scenes pretty well. Okay. I I, I hope I I hope that we could have gotten more development from her. Hope hopefully we'll get some so more in the next movie. Cool. Yeah, because she's a, she she's a cool character in the comics. So I hopefully have, she'll get more airtime. I have zero faith in Olivia Munn as an actress. 
But so I'm sure curious. that's probably the reason they only had her on screen for two or three minutes. Yeah, she, I liked I liked her in the newsroom. Well, she was cool. Yeah, that was the newsroom. She was okay in that. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed that here there. But I mean, <laughs> I'm glad you gave it a positive review. I'll tell Dave you should go see it because I know he. I already it. told Dave that Victor liked it. Oh, last week. Yeah. He didn't go see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, we can still plan on seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I will say it's it's worth. Seeing. I have to close the loop. I have to close the first class loop. So yeah. I'll definitely see it. That's yeah, it's point. it's it's worth seeing. Um, if you want to wait for a rental, by all means, but it's definitely not bad. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. If you want a bad X Men movie, go check out The Last Stand or X Men Origins Wolverine because yeah. those two films are shit shows. <laughs> yes, but Apocalypse is not bad. Um, when they supposed to do an X Men Origins movie for Magneto? Yeah, like it was a yeah. It was they, a, I think they got canceled. It was a, yeah. it just kind of morphed into first class. Um. I think right now X-Men is in a weird state where you got the MCU's running roughshod, DC's doing their thing, <laughs> which we'll get more into, and then the X, like, because everyone knows, I think kind of in the back of my mind, like, everyone's like, we want X-Men to be in the MCU, but it's yeah. not going to be, so I think it's never going to be as popular as that, but X-Men has a big enough universe to do their own stuff, Yeah, absolutely. but they're just retreading the same stuff. But hopefully with X-Force, which they're talking about, New Mutants and stuff, things should get interesting. They might need to put Brian Singer out the pasture at this point, he's, in my opinion. Yeah, he's had, what, four movies now? I mean, he's yeah. like, he, yeah, like, this is a failed X-Men movie. He had a failed Superman movie. That was terrible. That was so weird, because I was really looking forward to that, with X-2 yeah. being so good. Yep. Yeah. And then it was, it was like, just Superman lifts heavy objects. I mean, Apocalypse is doing okay at the theater. It's just not doing as well as Days of Future Past. Yeah. Which, and that was just a perfect combination of time travel, which we all yeah. love, and the mm-hmm. old cast. And part of that, too, I think, was just like people being like, oh, the old cast and the new cast? That's interesting. Yeah. Boom. Beautiful. No, that was genuinely a good movie. Yeah. I really liked Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. And, and I will say with uh, X-Men Apocalypse, one final word is that we definitely caught a, we, we caught a glimpse of what an R-rated Wolverine movie would look like. Ooh. So I, if... You know, from what we've seen, it's like okay, I can see a, I can see an R-rated film and nice uh, working working very well. So is Wolverine in this movie prominently? <clears throat> no. Okay. He's like a, he's like an extended cameo. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they should take it away from him, and I don't think he ever would come back for it. But like, they should just hand over X Men to Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. I yeah, like that's the funny thing is he he did first class. He did well. It kind of got people re you know reinvigorated. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think he's like. He's pretty much didn't like working with Fox. Oh. I think he's made comments. Yeah, because he kick ass, right? Fuck that yeah. Yeah. studio. Yeah. So that's I doubt he running, would, but that seems to yeah. be running uh, tally with a lot of these studios. Unfortunately, yeah. but yeah. he's he's a very good director. Yeah. If you want to go see something interesting from him, go see uh, Stardust. Yeah, that's really good. I believe Rob De Niro's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That, he was in that. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer and... Uh, oh, so is uh, Daredevil. Yeah, Charlie Cox. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Yeah, that's yeah, a, a good movie. Like, so hurt. That was Robert a good movie. <laughs> Robert De Niro was, it was in some of my favorite movies ever. Me too. Uh, I don't want to see him furiously jerking off <laughs> as an old man. I'm curious as to how yeah. much money he made for that movie. Yeah. Well, leaving the Robert De Niro... In the background. You know I'm going to fucking Google. Why was... I don't know why I didn't do this before. <laughs> but, uh... Why yeah. is Robert De so, Niro... <coughs> theater, rental, on demand, what do you say? Uh, for Apocalypse? Yeah. I'd say it's worth seeing in a theater. Oh. And maybe matinee prices. Don't yeah. don't pay full price in the evening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, check it out. And uh, last, last bit of business. Um, I 
well, actually, uh, a couple weeks ago, I finally got into watching Game of Thrones. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is promising. I'm, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you continue, yeah. it, but yeah. the second hit on Google when I Google this is an article titled "Why on Earth Did Robert De Niro Agree to Star in Dirty Grandpa?" <laughs> continue, Vic. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna do okay. some research, and I'll report back. Excellent. So um, I started watching Game of Thrones, you know, because I know you guys are big fans. Um, I know, I, I've, for me, I've never read the books, mm-hmm. so the, I've, the, the show is all I know. And I just, I've watched the first three seasons so far. I'm on Ooh. the last episode of, episode of season three, and uh, the last episode I watched was the infamous uh, Reigns of Castamere, the, yep. a.k.a. the Red Wedding episode. <coughs> Which just left me shocked, speechless, gobsmacked when I first saw a certain character t- turn into a pincushion. I was like, oh my god, what's going on? And I, and I literally had to take a walk for like five minutes just to get, let, let the shock you know, dissipate. As we are. And, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, man, I am very, very enthused, enthusiastic about this uh, show. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a dark fantasy uh, show, which I find which I find I find the the approach to the material very interesting. I, what I've noticed is that all of the fantastical elements of the fantasy genre, like magic and dragon sorcery, all that, they're kept to a minimum yeah. in in this series. It's like it's played to be like more I guess realistic, more almost like medieval history, yeah. if you will, just fictionalized. Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was a very unique approach to take. I believe George R. R. Martin wrote that episode as well. Because he was a script a screenwriter, yeah. scriptwriter back in the day, so he's like familiar with that medium. Mm. Um, so I think he did some of the big, big episodes like for the right way. I'm, I'm impressed that you kept you kept non spoiled for that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've heard about like, oh, you got to see the red wedding, the red wedding. And yeah. at first, I'm thinking, oh, well, I know the show has excellent costume design, yeah, so yeah. I thought maybe you know it's like an extravagant wedding with a lot of red. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, yep, there's a lot. A whole different type yeah. of red. Oh, indeed, it was. There was like YouTube reaction videos to that, which was rather hilarious. And that was one thing I did not spoil for the masses, which I easily could have to ruin it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Reading that in the book I actually that's probably the first time a book had to I had to take a walk personally yeah and you know that's interesting because I was reading um, some the story synopsis online and apparently uh, when George R. R. Martin was writing this uh, that scene for I think I think it was a second book that was featured in third or third like he actually he actually had a hard time writing it yeah. so he actually skipped over that wrote the rest of the book and then came back mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. to finish it I was like wow I can see that I can mm-hmm. see why and I heard that that's the scene that actually motivated uh, the show creators to bring the show to television uh-huh. Maybe that's why he's having such a hard time writing this latest book. <laughs> Maybe he's just afraid of writing the whole fucking book. It's certainly possible. <laughs> Maybe he'll get back to it. Now, freaking oh, bastard. Yeah, and um, and 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 seeing how how excellent the show is, I haven't seen one filler episode yet, and mm. uh, I can definitely I definitely sympathize with you, Maurice, as a Game of Thrones fan who's read the books mm. and has you know and is still waiting. You know, with bated breath for George R. R. Martin's sixth book in the series, and he has he apparently has a seventh one coming out too. Yeah, which is probably like twenty thirty. It started off as a trilogy, turned into four. Yep, turned into five, mm-hmm. seven. Let's keep going. Yeah. So I I strongly sympathize with with uh, with you and fans mm-hmm. like you who read the books and now have to watch the show to get the complete story. Now. Right. Yeah. Because so he's dragging his feet. I am. I stopped watching season four. I think Eris and I figured I was like episode six or seven. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll get ahead of me pretty quickly. Um, yeah. I might start a blog 
that will detail all of the wild and crazy ways it's been spoiled for me. <laughs> <laughs> I.e. You should do that. As Furman say on sports radio. Yep. Yeah. Spoiled the latest episode. Radio. Well, not the latest episode. Last week's episode was spoiled for him. Yep. Eris heard it on Hot 105. The, you had already seen the episode, but you heard it in the bathroom listening mm-hmm. to, like, what was it, Hot 105? Light 105. Light 105. And you know what? Like, I was I was not immune to the spoiler train because yeah. I actually watched the first 15 minutes of Monday Night Raw yep. last night. And yep. apparently in the opening segment with The New Day yep. and Shane and Stephanie McMahon, The New Day actually dropped the spoiler of the yep. latest episode of some <laughs> character who died. Yep. And I'm like, you fucking dick. Fuck you, Biggie. Yep. Yep. So there's that. Uh, I don't know uh, how I managed to like avoid every. Uh, I've never been spoiled at Game of Thrones. Eris yeah, and I never. were literally taking our walk, our afternoon walk, which we do from time to time, and someone just like yelled That's it out lovely. From, from their truck. It's a nice day. You get those miles in. Someone mm-hmm. just yelled it out from their truck, and I didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. And Eris is like, yo, man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw someone post something on Facebook. Um, I mean, because like I could infer what occurred. And then you see stuff on Yahoo, like, oh, this happened. And it was like, they tried to play it up with like a different picture, but mm-hmm. you put the pieces together. You uh, put the pieces together. So I, uh, I'm having a really hard time because I want to watch it and it's so good. And Eric's always saying, oh, good. And I know it's a good show. That's the problem is I know it's really good. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I feel like if I watch it, I won't want to read the books once they're finally released. But at least I'll have this burden removed from my shoulders. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and one last thing about the the series too. I, I have I bought them on Blu-ray. The first mm-hmm. five seasons they were on sale, and uh, an excellent feature on each of the sets is that they have this um, not in episode guides and like the histories and the lore of the show. Oh, yeah. So you can actually watch them and the characters describe the like the happenings and the history like in character. Mm-hmm. And I found that to be really helpful. Yeah. It definitely put a lot of context as I was watching. There's a lot of houses and a lot of characters. Oh yeah, <clears> absolutely. <throat> and it's all done like really really interesting stuff yeah so it's and if you ever get around to reading the books I, I, I do recommend them just maybe wait another 25 years <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh does does George R.R. Martin does he have any kids or nope oh shit well he better have uh he better entrust his legacy to a really good author he has already said he will not do that oh shit yeah uh, Robert Jordan did that with Wheel of Time. Brandon Sanderson finished his final book. I think he split it into three. I have not finished that series. It's on my things to do. Mm-hmm. But George Martin will not be doing that. So we'll see. I've just I've come to terms with my lot in life, I guess. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Monday Night Raw episode, one of the yeah. big news items in wrestling, and I only want to touch on this not too much, but because I've, I've, I've been wrestling with this a lot. I'm curious how you guys feel as other wrestling fans yeah. uh, with the new brand split. Mm. Please explain. Yeah, apparently, um, I think uh, I think beginning in July, I believe, mm-hmm. when uh, SmackDown like actually, or something. yeah, when SmackDown uh, airs live on Tuesday evenings. Yep. Uh, apparently, WWE is bringing back their uh, brand extension, in yeah. which they're going to split both Raw and SmackDown as two separate rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that uh, creatively it's a shakeup, but I don't think that WWE has the depth mm. in their in their main roster to justify a brand split. And uh, the question becomes, okay, well, are they going to have separate writers? Are they going to bring back certain belts? Are they going to have two yeah. world titles? Yeah. It's funny that they literally combine them, and then a year later, they're <laughs> going to break them up again yeah. if they do two world champions. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it, Colbert? 
Is it the first you're hearing of it? I don't. No, I've heard it <laughs> like a couple of days, like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think it's really necessary with yeah. the roster that they have now. Like I think what they have for right now, it, it's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. And then they just merged their titles. Yeah, from that. So <clears throat> are they gonna split them up again? Like, why? Harris, when is that Monday Night Raw supposed to be? July seventeenth or something like that. I think that's the same week that the <laughs> wait. Right. Is that the draft? Is that what they're going to do draft? I think it, I believe it's the 18th. July 18th. Is the SmackDown? Um, I believe so, yeah. Let me so check my calendar. So when's the draft going to be? The week before that? I'm not sure when the draft is. If that's the draft, we definitely have to go. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So that's so the July date. That's Are those when tickets Ro- on sale yet? Yeah. yeah. So that's when Raw comes to Providence. Right? Yeah. Probably take care of that. Yeah. 18th, really yeah. That's a Monday. Oh, shit. And when's the draft? Uh, I believe it's that same week. 18th and 19th? I don't know. Which yeah, let's get on. <laughs> we should we shall get on. I'll put that on my notes for tomorrow, listeners. If you're also interested in the re- in the draft uh, for so wrestling. Wait, is it is it the draft the date that's supposed to be here? I think it might be. You know, oh, I'll research after the show is over, but yeah, yeah I just realized that. So here, because I so when Monday Night Raw comes around, I usually do like the pre-sale because I get like the emails and stuff. And the seats are okay. But you can get cheap. In pro- the dunk is really not a bad seat in the house. No, really. So not you, do, you wait for the after thing. Unless you sit behind the Titan Tron, those seats suck. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. But they'll tell you uh, limited viewing. Um, the reason I'm, I'm kind of okay with the brand split <clears throat> is, well, I stopped watching wrestling originally when the brand split happened in 2002. That's mm-hmm. kind of what put me off to it. Because I didn't feel like watching. Because I always saw, I didn't want to watch Raw because Triple H was there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to watch SmackDown because it was like the secondary stuff. Yeah. But now, I think... Cause I still I need to get my wrestling fix. Um, I know there's other promotions out there, but I don't feel like waiting six months for the next New Japan to come on Access TV and all that crap. Um, Ring of Honor, maybe the production value's gotten a lot better. I don't feel like watching TNA. It's just not there for me. So what I'm thinking, if they make SmackDown a legit separate show with separate writers, producers, production, make it totally different, mm-hmm. and there's no Roman Reigns on that show, <laughs> and it's only two hours. I might actually, and it's like, cause like, to, because we're recording on Tuesday, you guys, peace, I go watch SmackDown. <laughs> that might be, I might just watch SmackDown and not Raw. Because I, I don't want to give Roman Reigns any support whatsoever. <laughs> he got Styles Clash on a chair and he kicked out. Yeah, he did. I hate him. <laughs> He's the worst. And they, they made Seth Rollins, bad guy, kill him back. I hate Roman Reigns. I dislike him immensely. I don't hate him. He seems like a nice guy. I hate his character, and I, I hate what they're doing with him. And I, I hope he's on Raw, so I just don't watch Raw. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be live-tweeting Raw from now on? Not anymore. Now it might be SmackDown. <laughs> it might be SmackDown now. Mm. It might be SmackDown now. Well, yesterday was a holiday, so I didn't watch yesterday, but it might have to be SmackDown. Mm. I'm sorry. It's squeaking. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that we out shall there. See. see what your thoughts were. Yeah, it's 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 so transparent that WWE is trying so hard to to make Rome, to believe or or market Roman Reigns as a babyface, despite the fact that the most of the fans boo him out of the building. Yeah, it's and, awful. And I will say that you know maybe Seth Rollins, I guess from a character standpoint, he does have justification for for you know lashing out at the fans, you know, because mm. you know they all booed him as he was a chicken shit heel for most <laughs> of his run as a champion. And myself, you know, I wasn't one hundred percent in love with this title reign because of that because he yeah. cheated most of the time. <laughs> But um, 
I think you, I think you could still do a double turn where sure. maybe like Seth Rollins like he has a change of heart over the weeks and kind of sees how the fans you know support him. Yeah. And that kind of mean you could say oh that means a lot to me and then he can be a babyface. Yeah, when Triple H got injured when he hurt his quad way back in the early two thousands when he was in two man power trip with Steve Austin, yep. he was a super heel. He, was. he came back as a super babyface. He did, yeah. yeah. So. Screw that noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatevs. But yeah, we'll we'll get we'll see how that goes in the coming weeks. Especially if we go to Raw, we'll have a special report on the the draft behind the scenes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be Snapchatting that. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Eris, any thoughts on the new DC and uh, Run Rebirth, Marvel's new Steve Rogers bombshell? Fuck both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, an update on my search for uh-huh. answers. Mm-hmm. It appears there is no answer. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why Robert De Niro is in Dirty Grandpa. Mm. <laughs> but I should uh, note to my own dismay that I did not know that this film was widely hated. Oh. And just looking at literally five minutes of quick research, just show it's got a 10% Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Richard Roper gave it zero stars <laughs> wow. and said it was by far the worst movie of 2016. <laughs> and if it's not, he is in for some cinematic torture, I believe was the quote. Mm. And uh, somebody said, I forget who, so another prominent critic said that it was the worst movie he had ever seen in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Google your movies before you watch them, folks. I should have known better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, um, so the the whole DC thing is very interesting to me. Uh, just so spoilers, people. As a whole, what they're doing with Rebirth and their whole uh, film division, actually. So yep. I, I think we got to kind of talk about those two things hand yep. in hand. So first off, um, the much shorter thing. Let's get out that Marvel thing out of the way. Um, so Steve Rogers, spoiler alert, Steve Rogers has been introduced, uh, as a, uh, Hydra sleeper agent, apparently, in the, at the very end of the latest issue of the new, um, Steve Rogers Captain America comic. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of been explained now. There was a big, like, uproar in social media where everybody just went crazy because they're like, why the fuck is Cap, Cap a Nazi? A guy who was created by two Jewish men, right? <laughs> just, just like, Marvel, come on, man. How insensitive are you, you dicks? Well, they did that, the, but, the writer did, like, those stupid interviews, like, yeah, he's been it the whole time. He's, right, it's not my control. Yeah. It was a weird thing for shock value that yeah, I don't like Marvel this. should never have done. I like, like I don't, I don't think they should have ever done it. Mm-hmm. But it's also a thing where I could totally just see them retconning it immediately because apparently, like what's happened in the latest issue is uh, Steve Rogers was an old man because he had his super soldier serum apparently just sucked out of him. Yep. And his powers and his youth and, and everything and his super soldieriness have been restored by the Cosmic Cube or a, a character that's supposedly a living Cosmic Cube called Kobake or something like that. Um, so obviously the Cosmic Cube can alter reality and time and stuff. Um, so basically the explanation that most fans are latching onto online is that that Cosmic Cube 
rewrote some history and there's other Marvel heroes are probably going to have to fight Cap to restore Cap himself to restore mm-hmm. his legacy in the cosmic cube. Yeah, and they have like because they have that going side by side with Civil War too, so that should right. get interesting. Yeah, so I think that's probably going to be very short lived yeah. in my opinion. And if Marvel keeps going with that storyline, they are dumb. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like he lost his super soldierness essentially between. Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. Yep. <laughs> he's an old man in between the two movies and now he's back. Yep. I just don't like that shot. I hate that. And then you make a big spread about it and it's all yeah, over the internet. Just, I, I hate things that are done that make, first off, makes no narrative sense. Yeah. And it's just done for shock value. Yeah. Like, this is Marvel going, ooh, you guys, look, we're edgy. Yeah. We're cool, right? Batman versus Superman. Take that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, still love the movie, though. And now, uh, Jeff C- Johns. Civil War. Yes, Civil yes, yes, War. Not that. No, no, no. Okay. God, no. God, no. <laughs> but that leads so, into Jeff Johns. So, Vic, explain to us what's going on at, at DC with their whole film stuff, and then we'll go over the rebirth. But explain yes. the film stuff, please. Yes. Apparently, uh, DC, Warner Brothers, they've appointed uh, Jeff Johns as the head mm-hmm. of, uh, of the DC Extended Universe. So he's essentially the Kevin Feige figure of DC. Him, him and another fellow. Him and uh, another person who I don't have. I don't, oh, uh, Executive Vice President John Berg. Yeah, I knew you had that big. I knew you would yeah. get them. <laughs> that's yeah. the guy. So, uh, so they're going to be overseeing the DC Extended Universe films uh, from here on out. Um, so hopefully it'll lead to some uh, creative uh, vision, mm. uh, a unified vision for the rest of the films moving forward. I do know that Zack Snyder is currently filming Justice League Part 1, yep. so who knows how much of a shit show that's going to turn out to be. But, but what, what what's the actor's name you were talking about earlier who kind of pooped on... Jeremy oh, Irons. Yeah. Jeremy Irons, yeah. Jeremy Irons, he did admit that uh, Batman vs. Superman wasn't very good. Mm. said it was... Muddled. Yeah, muddled. But he does hope that the series will improve. And he said that uh, Justice League is a little bit more streamlined, mm. a little more straight out, you know, linear, linear, just one thing, so... A little too much happened in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that's happened in conjunction with that is that um, they actually have John Berg overseeing the day-to-day production of Justice League now. Ah. Mm. So they have actually sent that dude... Wow, on set to like oversee everything. It's like, hey Zach, can we get a little more light? <laughs> yeah. Just like, can we film during the day? Just once, just one time, Zach Snyder, you freaking clown. Who's that hippie over there? The Flash. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, you, know, you can get the guy that everyone loves on TV. That's like so awesome. And no, okay, cool. <laughs> the one that literally, he increased Supergirl's show count by one million people. Just one million people, extra people viewed the Supergirl. The Flash is very well received. Yeah, I need to get back to it. Me to too. To I really that. He's really good. Grant Austin is really good. Yeah. I like him. He's got he's got a lot of charisma. He's very good. The interesting mm-hmm. thing about Barry Allen and Rebirth is so Jeff Johns is penning Rebirth, essentially, the big eighty. Yeah, which is thread. the weird thing. Like I found that so weird that he's yeah. like the big mastermind yeah. behind rebooting everything. He's done a lot of the crossover stuff. I know he did Blackest Night, he did a few other things with yeah, them. Yeah, like he's yeah. been a creative force at DC for yeah. a long time. Yeah. So on the comic side. Yeah. So it's it's a smart decision for them to take him and put him on the film side. It's just real interesting that it comes on the heels of him basically rebooting the entire universe. So, to me, it's just, like, it's weird that they have this guy basically redo the fabric of their entire universe, 
and then they take him away so he can't yeah. oversee it, which is such a fucking DC thing, man. Um, that that just oh, I, I did not like that. Like I like I mean, that they're putting him on the movies. Obviously, yeah. they're prioritizing the movies. It's good to get a promotion. Good for him. He's worked hard. But right. I know he had a hand in Batman v Superman, so I don't know if it was him trying to tell Zack Snyder stuff and just being like, nah. But like that, I read that he was involved in that with Zack Snyder, and yeah. he's working with. Bat, bleh, ben Affleck on Batman. He was also yeah. involved in the Green Lantern movie. Yeah! Uh, so, so I'm, not, I'm not too, like, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, that's a good, that's good, but. I mean, who knows? Maybe it, maybe it might be a thing where, like, movie. Kevin Feige previously had to uh, answer yeah. to Isaac Perlmutter, yep. and he didn't have, like, the ultimate power, so now that he's been given that yes. power, he's got to stand on his own. Yeah. So, basically, um, did, uh, did, did you mention like they, they spun off like a before it was just WB making DC films mm-hmm. they've actually taken it and spun off an entirely separate film division mm-hmm. so now there is a oh, DC gotcha. films gotcha. just like Marvel Studios yeah. has their own thing yeah. Yeah. so they're exactly. basically going and saying okay like where we can't be fucking around with this this is important let's go ahead and give it its own division mm-hmm. and you guys work on making this cool one of the interesting things about so when Flashpoint happened and started the new 52, it was uh, Barry Allen that started Flashpoint. And now with Rebirth, they have Wally West coming back, who mm-hmm. is the Flash. And the interesting thing about the Flash and Barry Allen, why I wasn't big into the Flash when it first the show first came out, was because I grew up with Wally West as the Flash in the mm-hmm. 90s. Because Barry Allen died in, like, in 86 with Crisis on Infinite Earth. And he was gone for like 20 years. Yep. He didn't come back until his own Rebirth in like 2005 or something like that. But Wally West was totally wiped out of existence with New 52, and I was kind of sad. They brought in, like, a cousin of his that was a new Wally West, but wasn't the same one. But now Wally West is starting the whole Rebirth stuff, Yep. which I think is pretty cool, which I'm happy about. I'm, I'm happy to see him back, because when I read comics in the 90s, it was Wally West. He was the number one Flash, because he took over when Barry Allen died. And actually, they were like, he's never coming back. And then he came back. <laughs> People love Barry Allen, but it was, I always yeah. thought that was weird. But I think it's cool. I love that they have a character flash that can essentially just rewrite shit whenever he wants to. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, the weird thing about the Rebirth that was recently revealed with the release of DC Rebirth number one is that apparently Dr. Manhattan... Of Watchmen fame. Of Watchmen fame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is the creator of the New 52 universe. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I have to read... The, it's an 80-page thing. I have to go to Rock Coco's and buy that. Yeah, it's 80 pages. I absolutely have to. So I'm like, how does Dr. Manhattan tie into Wally West? And they were doing interviews with some of the writers and stuff, and some of the writers are actually dropping shit on Batman vs. Superman, too. Really? Yeah, nice. I'll, I'll have to find that article. For I feel like this is free reign on that. Yeah. Like everybody's just like, oh, it's cool to talk shit. <laughs> One of the things about Rebirth is that they said that they're bringing some of the positivity and like lightheartedness back into DC because even with New 52 it got a little dark yeah well it got a lot yeah, dark right? that, was, that was the big run. thing like fans had like a big backlash when yeah. New 52 uh, first came out because they wiped away all of the decades of continuity and everything and then New 52 got all dark and edgy yeah. and only Batman really worked yeah in that setting yeah clearly that's his friggin bag Yep. And you know, there's a couple of other characters like I know Victor liked Wonder Woman from the New Fifty Two, but like Superman sucked. Yeah, well, as, as you just think Superman sucks. Period. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can do. But he sucked more in New Fifty Two. <laughs> you can do okay. Superman right. Well, the and the only character from Fifty Two that actually had an ending to a story was the New Fifty Two Superman because he's dead, fucking dead. He got got. <laughs> he got blown up. But like Dark Side War was happening, but then they were doing a story after set after that. 
with Superman, so it was, it was too much. It was, yeah, it was, it was real weird. It was real weird. Like Justice, the Justice Dark Side were happening in Justice League. Yeah. And everything else around that with like the separate character comics were completely separate, which is just yeah. so weird. But it all happened afterwards. Right. So it's like, that's it's weird. really that's weird. dumb. Yeah. But they set up a few of the guys, like they said that Wonder Woman has like, so it's not really technically a reboot. So like the only new, everyone's, yeah, it's a weird It's more of a shuffle. smashing of two worlds together. Yeah. Like yeah. the new pre-52 Bat- Superman is now Superman again. He is the Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got rid of the new 52 branding. Now it's his rebirth. Um, Bat- and so like each character has like their motivations now. Like Batman, Superman ha- is taking over. Wonder Woman has a brother now that she's trying to investigate. Batman is investigating Joker. Who has three yeah. Jokers. Yes. Yeah. There are three jokes. Apparently there are, yeah, there are three that exist. There's yeah. like the New 52 version. Then there was the per, one from the 80s, I believe. The Golden the Age. Golden Age. Joker is my guess. And then yeah. I'm assuming the pre-52 version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the new... The new fifty two Joker looks like Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Um, Not really? He has a slick back hair. Not with all the tattoos and stuff, but he has like the slick back hair and all that. He's got no face. What's he the... ripped his own face off before, and shit. Yeah, before his face got ripped off. Mm. Yeah, didn't he have like slick back hair and stuff? Mm. Like those one who's like dancing with this the I'll find it. Yeah. Mm. I'll find it. But yeah. then there's new pre fifty two and then there's Golden Age. They Joker. made the DC Rebirth Joker looks a lot like Jared Leto Joker. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe, I'll, redes- maybe that's why I saw it. They redesigned him to look right. like Jared Leto. Golden Age Joker is more of like a haha funny kind of guy. Like he's not like the psychotic joker that everyone knows and loves, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So I'll be I mean they're giving guys motivations going forward, so that should be interesting. Yeah. Although like I'm still I mean, the fact that they're using Dr. Manhattan as the New 52 creator, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Who's that? Uh, using Dr. Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it's like Watchmen is one of the greatest uh, comic book uh, stories ever written, mm. and it's one of my favorites. And I, I just want to know, yeah, right. know how Alan Moore feels about it, because I know DC has the rights to his character. Alan Moore doesn't like anything they do. I Wait, he, he's one that, he made a, a lecture, right, and he was complaining about that? Or am I no, thinking of, uh, no. Who am I thinking of? Frank Miller. Frank oh, Miller. Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, you, they're such a popular like medium. They're going to bring it back somehow, some way, if they can make money off of it. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they actually take that Dr. Manhattan idea and translate it to the DCEU and just make and just somehow find a way to retrofit the Watchmen film from <laughs> Zack Snyder into the future DCEU films. That would not surprise me a bit. That would be a total shit show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just man, so the so the creator of Watchmen doesn't want anything to do with DC. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? Um, well, I, I know that uh, he doesn't like any of the his the film adaptations of his work. He says oh, they all okay. they all suck. Huh. Um, Interesting. And I, I think he's had some problems with DC. Like he has a strained relationship at best. Hmm. What else has he done besides Watchmen? Uh, he did. Um, I know he created Constantine, Hellblazer. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that film wasn't very uh, well. I actually enjoyed the Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he also did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ooh, that was a shit show. That was yeah. So the movie? The yeah. movie. Oh wow, he didn't do like the actual graphic novel itself. No, Alan Moore wrote the graphic oh, novel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but the, movie, the movie was yes. a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I actually never read that graphic novel. <coughs> uh, I started reading it. It's actually pretty cool so far. Very mm. interesting. And he also did a From Hell. Oh okay, cool. Yeah. But uh. What was that movie with uh, James McAvoy and um, what's her face? 
Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Wanted? Yeah. yeah. That wasn't him, right? No. No. That okay. was Mark. Um, what is it? Oh, V for Vendetta. He also did that. Oh, okay. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Oh, it was really good. <coughs> Wait, Mark, Mark Miller did Wanted, right? And then he did, uh, he did, uh, did he? Old Man Logan. <coughs> yeah, Mark Miller, Mark Miller wanted. did Wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I really right. enjoyed. That movie was... Wanted was awesome. Yeah. I mean, that movie had literally nothing literally to nothing. do with that comic. Yeah, that comic was awesome. Yes, the comic was really good. Shoot this, motherfucker. But, uh, well, okay, yeah, so he's, he's been around the block. And Watchmen yeah. is his masterpiece, you know? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, T- DC just continues to be strange in the way that they're handling just about everything. Like, it seems to be like they just, like, I guess it's too late to stop the whole Zack Snyder train. Oh, yeah, that ball's rolling, Like, bro. that shit's just rolling downhill, and there's no <laughs> stopping it, so they're doing the best they can, yeah. I guess. They're patching it. They're patching the hole. Like, I cannot, mm-hmm. if, if Justice League turns out to be a shit show... I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if you have, you know, as a creator, uh, you know, Zack Snyder, I'm sure doesn't like having the boss, like, peering over his shoulder as he shoots this movie. I think he's just like, I can't believe I can do whatever the fuck I want. I think he was like that when he was making Batman vs. Superman. He's like, I can't believe it. Yeah, you know, the the funny thing, I read somewhere that Zack Snyder, like, when he took when he took over a, a Batman vs. Superman, like, he actually wanted to, he, th- he thought that Batman Begins wasn't dark enough. Yeah, yeah. He said that like he wanted to have a uh, a scene where Batman's in prison and he gets raped. What the fuck, what the man? Hell? This is like years ago. Y- year, yeah. yeah, years ago. Like, like Zach, what? Like Zack Snyder said that like Batman. He thought that yeah, his parents got killed, but he said that that wasn't dark enough. He wanted to get extremely dark. Remember I told you about the interview that so they people found Bruce Wayne anal rape is the way to go, man. The anal raped in prison. Insane. That's that's what Zack Snyder's idea was for Batman originally. I'll have to find the article. So it's an interview that he did years ago. I think before he even had the reins of Batman versus Superman, and then he was like, "What I would have done." Uh, <laughs> it's terrifying, and he talks about like women superheroes, and it's kind of actually a little degrading. It's terrifying. What the hell, yeah. man? And yeah, that explains a lot of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, why would DC hand this over to this guy? Yeah. I don't know. Watchmen didn't even do that great. <laughs> Did a really good first week, opening weekend, and then. Mm-hmm. Like, he's coasting off 300 so bad. <laughs> yeah. saying, like, it's been almost 10 years, people get over it. And th- like, good I don't college. think 302 did all that great. Oh, yeah, Rise of the Empire? Rise of the Empire. Yeah, it was a decent movie. I, I think it did. Like, I think it did. I actually I don't think never seen Rise of the Empire. Right. Me either. I think it did okay, yeah. It's, it, mm. But it, it's just, it boggles my mind why DC would turn it over to him. Well, if an executive mm. at WB just listened to our podcast one year ago, this <laughs> wouldn't even be a problem. Yeah. But at hey, that know, time, that ball was already rolling he, too. Here's the funny, like, what, when, free comic book day, why did they not do Rebirth? Or something Rebirth-ish? Because now I have, like, I really have like, no interest in picking that stuff up. Because DC's not smart? Yeah, because they did Suicide <laughs> Squad. It's been out since, like, Five years ago now, yeah. 2011. Yeah. I think Marvel did all new stuff. Like, yeah, they put some of that Captain America crap yeah. in there. I like, think. yeah, I get that's all tie into the movie. I get it, sure, but you're also doing an entire event yeah. based off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, DC, like, I want, I would be like, I know it was an 80 page, but you couldn't give me a five page. Hey, take a look at this. Yeah, like I said, it's just weird half steps, like the half measures, I should say. They're like, five they, years they, behind. They also gave um, uh, Ben Affleck more creative. I wouldn't say control, but probably like they give him an executive producer yeah. title. Yeah, Justice League. No. And I know those are usually not like, those are kind of like an honorary title <laughs> or some shit, but, yeah. you know, them doing that tells you that they're at least trying, you know what I mean? Like, everybody obviously knows, everybody thought that Batman was the best part of that film. Yeah. Minus giving, the murdering. Well, yeah. <laughs> But then Henry, Henry Cavill is going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> be like, like I be started like, this! He had five lines in his movie. Yeah. 
I also heard that uh, Affleck, he's, him and Jeff Johns are actually co-writing the next Batman film. Really? Yep. See, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's cool. So, yeah, just bring in Bruce Tim now, and everything will be golden. Like, you just bring in Bruce Tim. Just do it. Trust us, WB. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. Yeah. And Paul Dini, too, while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and, and speaking of Batman vs. Superman, they actually, Warner Brothers confirmed that that Robin costume that we saw in the in the film, the haha jokes on you, that actually does belong to Jason Todd. Hmm. Oh yeah, the Robin costume that if you went on the Google Maps of the Batcave had literal blades at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. That's so weird, man. Freaking blades. It's, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like every, every, I find everything when some, like every piece of news that comes out for, from this whole DC, WB film and even comic debacle to be just fascinating. Like I feel like someday somebody's gonna write a E! True Hollywood story about this thing <laughs> and it's gonna be fascinating mm. but like watching it happen it's just such a shit show it is really riveting mm. so uh i'm just i'm looking forward to see what happens and i as a as a fan of dc's comics and their legacy i really hope that they write the ship and they get it right mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to happen while they employ Zack snyder as a <laughs> crea- in a creative control capacity mm-hmm. but you know what i'm rooting for them I am rooting for DC. It can't be Marvel, the only game in town, Absolutely. for quality, you know, superhero-based media. I would love to media. see Image, like, step their game up and start making some movies, finally. Yeah. Image is so weird, though. If you want to read them, yeah. though, you can get Cog... Comicsology. Unlimited, yeah. yeah. So, Lots. Image is part of that? I believe so. I believe it's, like, every comic book publisher except for DC and Marvel. Five nine nine a month, you can read whatever you want. That's cool. Yeah. So that's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, it, it's very weird. Like, it, it's, they, they just need to get their shit together like Marvel did. And they're definitely taking steps in the right direction. Now they just, I feel like they need to do what Marvel did where, okay, this Batman versus Superman thing, it didn't go over so great. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start with like... Our Iron Man. <laughs> Where's that guy? Like our sea level hero that just blows up and starts this shit all over again. I don't even know who that would be for DC. Fucking Blue Beetle? I don't know. Green Arrow. I'll go with TV. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna. That's a guy that's already established. I'm not gonna bring Stephen and Mel. I'm just saying that's how they already. F- they, Are we they, Aquaman, you think? No, get out of here. Nobody likes Aquaman, I think, Carl. I think the real problem with Aquaman is he has. I mean. Iron Man was the same. Like, people were like, Iron Man? <laughs> Scary way, he was a C. He was a C-list. <laughs> right. He was even a B. Yeah, he was a C. He was not like but a pansy water fairy. Right. It's man. Fun that, hey, water 70% nymph. of the globe is Actually, covered by water. Actually, you've been nymph, right? If you're in the, underwater, those are nymphs. Nymphs. Not the good kind. <laughs> <laughs> I think underwater fairies are called nymphs. Whatever, man. Mermaid. Yeah, merman. Mermaid. Yeah, Mermaid. <laughs> no but just, but you know who's Aquaman was a badass? Bruce Timms. <laughs> he had a fucking claw for a hand. Um, uh, or a spear. So cool. Uh, God, oh, but man. Like, like, who started the, the DC television create? Like, all these shows. Green freaking Arrow. No one knew who Green Arrow was. True. Yeah, Arrow like, that's a good how, show. That's how it works. I mean, it's not as good as it was. You know, that always happened. The second season was the shit. But they said the next season they're rolling back to the they're getting back to like the superhuman guys, so they're going back to like kind of ground it a little bit, which is good. Leave the superheroes to Flash. They've kind of backed themselves into a corner because like, yeah. I would say like their Iron Man would could be like Green Lantern yeah. or the Flash. 
Actually, yeah, you're exactly right. To a corner. <laughs> yep. You're actually Flash would be a really good one, I think. It would be. Yeah. But they have a hippie as him now, so he yeah. sucks. Oh, Ezra Miller yeah. looks horrible in the Flash. <laughs> so straight up. Well, to be fair, he might do a good job. Not, you can't do a good job when you already have a really super duper awesome Flash literally on TV every single week. Oh, yeah, that's going to take away from that. Real he's bad. also traveling through other multiverses, meeting Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's cool. Yeah. That, it's a really good Flash. It's a yeah. really good show. It's, it's, I don't know, man. Just reboot Shaquille O'Neal Steel. Let's do this. <laughs> I, would, hey, I, would, I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> now I want to know. A new DCEU led by Shaq. <laughs> see, Marvel's hand was forced because... They had, didn't have the rights to all their guys. DC has them all. They still can't. That's the sad part. Mm. They don't have any restrictions. <laughs> yep. And yet they still manage and to they fuck it up. Three shows on CW, one on CBS. They want to, well, that's going to be on CW too. They want to put Titans on TNT. It's like, guys, holy crap. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I feel like a, a Teen Titans would actually maybe be, be a good one. I love the Teen Titans. I like the Teen Titans. Yeah. That could be, could be cool. Like a Young, Young Justice was dope. Mm. I love that TV show. Yeah, maybe like a mini series. Perhaps. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just feel like four dudes in my basement have, <laughs> have better ideas than WB Warner Brothers. And, <laughs> and on that note, like if any listeners have better ideas, and I'm sure you do, than mm. DC, email the show Podcast at gmail.com. Please yeah, do. Yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Yeah, we're all out of, we're all out of ideas. That's all we got. We'll try and send them to DC. I'm sure they'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> I love DC. So I don't want to get it twisted. I love DC so much. Mm. I just really wish they can get it together. Yeah. But hey, it took ten years to get Spider Man right again. So yeah. who knows? Uh, any uh, any other news in the docket? Uh, one last news headline. Mm. Uh, just a quick quick aside. Uh, Ron Perlman, uh, aka Hellboy, he's expressing interest in playing Cable in the Deadpool <laughs> sequel. Interesting. Yeah, he's been. No there. thanks. Eh, he, he could do a good job. I want you to make Hellboy uh, three first, and then we'll talk. Yeah, Hellboy three is never going to happen. We're putting that in the same file as Half Life three. Come on, it's never going to happen. They're, They're saying Pacific Rim two, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that. They're working yeah. on. They're working on Half Life three right now, as we speak. I'm sure of it. <laughs> it's been ten. No, it's been twelve years. I've been waiting. That's why it's gonna be super duper awesome, Vic. <laughs> exactly. This is like this is the Duke Nukem. I don't even I don't even call it the Duke Nukem Forever of this they, generation. They're waiting for that new Nvidia car that just came out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They knew it was gonna yeah. drop. If I can wait for freaking Game of Thrones, then I can wait for fucking Half Life Three. Listen, Aris, your daughter's gonna be graduating uh, college when mm-hmm. Half Life Three drops, and I will love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be his graduation gift to himself. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but as we said earlier in the show, if you want to follow me along um, on my new adventures through Drake... Oh, what's up, Maris? No, yeah, I just so want to reiterate. No thanks oh. to Ron Perlman. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's A lot of guys have interests. No well, thanks. apparently two other... It's either him or Dolph Lundgren <clears throat> or Stephen Lang. Oh, jeez. I don't know, man. They're expressing interest, too. <laughs> How about just... Well, are they ex- you know what? So is, Give is, me an unknown than like some old hack retread. <clears throat> but... It's not a... Is these people just expressing interest, or is it Fox? Well, just expressing interest. Oh, okay. But well, uh, they could age up someone. Oh, I have an idea. Mm. As Cable. Robert De Niro. Will there be a scene where he's furiously <laughs> jerking off? That's how he comes with to his the time machine. machine. With his metal arm, yes. yes. That's how he comes to the time <laughs> machine. Oh my god, Deadpool will have a blast with that, though. Oh. I am looking forward to Cable because I love time travel. And, mm. if you, and he's Scott Summers' son. 
Oh, yeah, so that's, that's right. a yeah. really interesting wrinkle that they probably will ignore. <laughs> yeah, him and Jean Grey. They'll probably just make him Wolverine, the ultimate cable where he's just Wolverine. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Sure. Hugh Jackman, I would, if Hugh Jackman would do that, I'd be totally fine with that. We'll see what happens. Hugh Jackman's got personality, man. I'm all about for seeing a fun p- product online. Like, I'm mean? not I'm not the comic fan that needs to see the source material adapted word for word and frame for frame. Like I'm fine with taking, you know, creative Liberties. freedom. Yeah, like go ahead, man. It's not everything. Make your own product, but just give me like give me the character I know. Yeah. But make it work for film. I know that, you know, comic books and film are two completely different mediums. Mm-hmm. If you Jackman would do that, I be so down for that. So down. I mean, most of the Marvel stuff is ultimate anyway, like the movie stuff. Yeah. Like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what, what the Wolverine 3 brings because they're doing like future stuff with that, so maybe? Oh, is that supposed to be future stuff? Oh, they're saying that it might be Old Man Logan. Yeah. That's the rumor. They said it's yeah. like, it's, R, it's rated R as we talked about, but it's also like kind of, they think they're using that as an inspiration. Not like, it could be totally, totally different, mm-hmm. but inspiration-wise because obviously like Hulk was a big part of that and stuff, so. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. Um, but yeah, if you want to uh, follow me on my continued adventures throughout uh, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, twitch.tv slash Codex Prime Podcast. Or um, we actually did check, and uh, two, the two YouTube videos did uh, port over. Nice. I actually got an email about them. So those have been posted. I don't think it took too long. I think it only took about 10, 20 minutes for it to convert over. So uh, youtube.com slash uh, Codex Prime Podcast. All right. Check my videos out, people. <laughs> I'm going to be the next big streamer. There was one guy who was doing a Nathan Drake stream, like uh, his first playthrough. He had like 245 people watching live. Wow. I assume he's had a following, but I'm, I get really nervous. <laughs> I felt stupid. You probably like when I, the first video, like no one was. I knew no one was watching because it was the first time, and I'm just like, I feel really dumb because I can't figure this out. <laughs> I did eventually figure. I died too much, so I would not put my stuff. Up. Yeah, it was a yeah. I I did I do die a lot. I do, but you know what? It's a good time. <laughs> you, learn from, if you, you learn from your failures. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. leave me if you if you if you like it. Leave me some comments. Appreciate do you, it. Do you get nervous? When you stream live, do you stream live? Do you use the share features and all of the other, uh, the new consoles today, people? Let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. I want to know. Like the show. I'm interested in that because I never really stream, but I plan to do some Street Fighter Five streams at yeah. some point. It's really easy. PlayStation 4 makes it really easy. Actually, Xbox makes it pretty easy, too. I'll stream, once I finish, uh, I mean, it's going to get interesting because now this is fun. Like, I like having a... A goal in mind, so mm-hmm. if I, I might stream out some of my uh, Tomb Raider. I don't have the camera for my Xbox, or the connect for my Xbox, so you won't see me in my underwear. Um, <laughs> maybe, and I also want to play Last of Us, so I'll probably get that after Nathan Drake. That's that's a good one. Yeah, that is so good. Yeah, Naughty Dog just they've never led work. me astray. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I like what I'm seeing in, in Uncharted Four. Maybe you should play one, two, and three. <laughs> but uh, real, real talk, if you like the show, hate the show, love it, hate me, hate Ares, love us, rate it, review it. Yeah. iTunes. Five stars. We really appreciate that. Even if you hate us, five stars. Yeah. Help us climb the rankings and stuff, people. Come on. Yeah. Where else yeah. can they find us, Vic Carlberg? Uh, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Cortex Prime, Twitter, Cortex Prime Cast, Instagram, Cortex Prime Podcast. Uh, I think we covered the rest of them during the show. Yeah, YouTube, like select episodes on YouTube, plus uh, <laughs> Maurice's uh, Uncharted Adventures. Yep. And, and it's gonna be good. SoundCloud and iTunes. As well. everywhere. We are all over the map. <laughs> yes, we are. If you Google Codex Prime, we are literally number one. So it all goes there. We're number one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And if, yeah, if you haven't given us a follow on Twitter, that's where we get uh, most of our thoughts, live thoughts, as they occur. 
Uh, I probably won't be doing that with Nathan Drake because I'm playing it, so. Yeah. Get on that. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, Twitch it. Twitch it. Get on Twitch. I like that. <laughs> later, nerds. Later. Peace, Peace out, everybody. See you later.